powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome to Game Over Toronto, everybody. Uh, my name is Lauren Williamson. Uh, on the other hand side of the screen is Fuad Solomon uh, on the last Game Over Toronto stream of the season. Unfortunately, because the Leafs fall in Game 5, gentlemen sweep, I believe you said it was called, Fuad? Uh, yes, a gentleman sweep. Um, that basically means that the Florida Panthers, they felt bad for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They felt bad. They're like, you know what? You came all the way here to Florida. We'll give you a win. We'll give you a nice little participation win. Uh, yeah, that's what they call it, gentleman sweep. But at the end of the day, I don't know. Does it feel any better than just being swept in the, in the end? Yes, I think it does. But at the same time, I am a true believer that if you really want to go far in in the playoffs, then game five should not be a must win because you're about to be eliminated. Well, that's a given. That's just That's just a given. You can't. Put yourself in that position, especially when objectively you have so much more talent. Like if this had gone seven games and it went to overtime and and all the stars showed up, I think I'd have a different tone. But I have a lot more thoughts. Um, I I think we should probably get to the ad read. Get that in. Yep. uh, Because, um, yeah, I think a lot of people here, a lot of people want to vent. So uh, let's do it. Yeah, let's absolutely do that. So very quickly, we are going to have a message from our sponsor, uh, Sports Interaction. Uh, Get in on the action and make your bet with Sports Interaction. Every hit, every shot, every goal. From all your favorite teams and players, like if you bet against the Leafs tonight, congratulations. Uh, With competitive odds, the best live in play in more ways than ever to get into the game. Like Minute Madness, our exclusive game with so many opportunities to win by the minute. Download the app in Ontario. Use this QR code at the bottom of the screen, this one right here. Uh, or head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN to get started. 19 plus, please be responsibly. So, yes, unfortunately, the Leafs do fall uh, in, a, in a game five in the second round, which is a nice change. Um, and, you know, it's hard to look at that game. And, I mean, a couple of things right off the bat. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky played his head off, and so good for him. He's he got better as the series went better. He was lights out tonight. He is the reason that the Panthers won tonight, um, for sure. Um, and he's been he's been unbeatable for this whole series. And um, since Boston, yes, since the Boston series, yes, absolutely. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. if you're a fame. Florida fan, performance. Yeah. if you're a Florida fan, uh, yes, your goalie was great. Now, um, welcome, welcome, and please stay hit like and subscribe. And if you feel like hanging out, great. But remember, if you're gonna be silly and just troll us in the chat, we're just gonna time you out. So. Um, if you are a Toronto fan, uh, and it is, or it is maybe your first time here, maybe you just watched the Leafs lose, uh, welcome again to Game Over Toronto. My name is Lauren. This is Fuad on the other side, other side of the screen, and uh, Fuad, you know, like we like we just said, we can't you can't go into a game like this and and expect to only play a couple of periods as hard as you did play out of the whole series that hard and expect to win because realistically, yeah. if you had the amount of um, the amount of power that you had, the amount of courage you had, the amount of give a shit you had yeah. in you know the third period and in overtime, then it's maybe probably a, a different, different series, series, right? It is, yeah. But apparently, here's the thing, Lauren: hockey games are sixty minutes divided in three periods of twenty minutes, and if you only play twenty minutes, that's about thirty-three point three three percent of the game, I believe. So 
when you only play well 33.33% of the time, you fail the class. Like, even the worst yes. student gets 33.3%. They, they could say, well, at least I didn't get a zero. You failed, Bobby. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said Bobby, but... Yeah, exactly. Bobby and did fail. There, there are lots of people that would maybe say, oh, it's better to get swept in four. There are lots of people that are going to say, oh, it's better to lose in seven. There's no good way to lose. At the end of the day, now the Leafs are done. And I even though... Yeah, I think there's a better way to lose, though. I think sometimes, like, here's the thing. What I was saying, the reason why we were so happy that they won the first round, it wasn't about the first round, okay? It Because, okay, it was because 19 years, the whole thing came off our back. Yeah. But, you know, winning the first round, we all know it's not really that much of an accomplishment, okay? Eight teams do it every year. But what we celebrated was that the Demons were gone they were dead but apparently the demons only went on a royal caribbean cruise <laughs> that came out of tampa bay 10 days they went all <laughs> around two weeks yeah went on a nice two-week cruise the demons came back refreshed better than ever and got them in a three nothing hole obviously the florida panthers did pretty well at that but come on like i'm telling you the stars of this team just were not enough in this series. Yeah. And that's just straight up facts. Yep. For sure. And, you know, all of the big Florida players that you expect to show up did. Carter Verhage shows up. Uh, Sam Bennett is now, you know, I mean, he's been good for the Panthers in past years. But, you know, he's a huge difference maker in the last series and this one. And in this series, while William Nylander showed up today and yesterday and last game as well, and that was great, you know, our two top line centers don't. Which, hard to win a Very playoff much. series if your top two centers do not. Even your top three centers, because Ryan O'Reilly had one goal, but, you know, okay, that's fine. But he's, you know, we got him at the trade deadline, so he shouldn't have been the person that you're really counting on in those moments anyway, right? And, yeah, you know, now begins all of the controversy and speculation, and the reality is everybody that is watching is... The team that is on the ice tonight and left will not be the same in September. Okay. It will not be the same by a long shot. There is probably going to be many changes. If you are listening to this podcast, there may have already been changes by the time you get to it. Um, and not so that, they're not going to they're not going to cancel Keith's key card before he gets to the locker room. They're going to be like, you can't even go in the locker room. Just nope, you're out. <laughs> no, I I totally agree with you. Like, like I was saying, like. Okay, so when they're down 3 nothing, I was pre-talking about what I was going to say. Because you're down 3 nothing in the series. You're pretty much done. You can't bring back... you Like, at least two of the core four can't come back. And that wouldn't be the case. I mean, you couldn't keep all of them even if you went and won the cup. Because just the math wouldn't work. But yeah. now, you just know that this four... This experiment of having the four almost 10 million plus players because Nylander is going to be a 10 million plus million plus player. Yeah. If you, it just doesn't work. It can't work. No. And you know, Kyle McClure in the chat with Bob's save percentage and every Leafs loss, 944, 946, 917 and 962. That is a $10 million player that you get your money's worth for. Jeez. Like that's Hall of Fame shit though. Yeah, absolutely. Bobrovsky has got to be like, if they win the Stanley cup, like that's, 
That, that's a Hall of Famer. I don't care what else. <laughs> You're yeah. going in the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah. Well, and and listen, Sergei Borovsky is no spring chicken, right? Like Joseph Wool plays in that tonight. And he honestly played really good tonight. He blocked yeah. he blocked how many shots? It was like it was like thirty eight of forty or like forty of forty three or something ridiculous. Like a lot cons- of really good sprawling saves. Yeah. Like athletic saves too. Yeah, considering it's the second game in the playoffs that he started, he looked great. But, you know, it's uh it's hard to win a game. It's hard to win a game when you go down early. It's hard to win the game when you tail for most of it. And it's hard to win a game when your stars don't show up the way you want them to. And when you don't score goals. Yeah. Score and that's goals. exactly right. Right. And that's. Like, think about it. Like, sorry, sorry to cut you off there. Go, no, go ahead, no, go no, go please. Okay. So think, think about it this way. Oh, like, and I saw somebody post this in the chat. Like, you got what? Two goals out of the core four in this series or three? Three goals. Three goals in this series out of the core four forwards. That is $45 million. So what do you pay in there? About what? $13 million a goal? Like, that's ridiculous. They haven't scored more than two goals since they came back and beat Tampa Bay like six months ago, it feels like. Right? For a team that's built around their offensive superstars, you can't go down and play like the New York Islanders. Well, and that's just it. And listen, there are people in the chat who are saying, oh, Leafs fans always have excuses. Uh, that's what oh, Leafs fans do. Blame the refs instead of holding their team accountable. We're saying, listen, I there, were some fu- there were some weird calls tonight, granted. But again, the refs are not the reason that the Leafs lost the series. They might be the reason that calls don't go a specific way because that's what their job is. The Leafs didn't show up in game one, two, or three of this series. They did not show up at all in the first three games. It was brutal to watch. We were only getting goals from our bottom six players. We are talking about our our highest paid center. Got zero goals. Zero. Oh, he had lots of looks. Oh, it's a game of millimeters. Oh, it's a game of inches. Whatever measurement stick you want to use, I don't really care. Yeah. Because posts don't count. And goal and almost goals don't count, and and yeah. shots on goals don't count, and no one gives a flying, no one gives a shit about yeah. your almost goal. Yeah. Deserve to win a meter. What about the give a shit a meter, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yeah. exactly. And at the end of the game, the that meter, the give a shit a meter, yes, it's all the way up. It's cranked in the red zone. Great. And we love to see that. How exciting was that overtime? How exciting was it in the last like ten minutes? Great, great hockey. Game. Great game. Objective, as yes. an objective fan, that's a, if I was an objective fan with no horse in the race, that'd be yeah. great hockey. I, I would have been thrilled by watching that. Yeah. But like, to your point, okay, so there were points in the series where they made appearances. So I wouldn't say they didn't show up for the entire games. They made some appearances. They like, came in, in and said, hey, Flashes how you the doing? Pan. They yeah. didn't like, stay the whole time. It's they like just lighting litmus paper on fire. Like it, It's bright for just a second, and then it's gone. Okay. Whereas That's if you a very look smart at, reference. If I like you that. Look, oh, thank you. If you look at other <laughs> if you look at or if you look at other teams, they get consistent scoring from their top lines, right? Now, no, that is not the case in every single team, right? Seattle has a, a r- ridiculous amount of their players. They're just scoring in like Seattle's, like they're up and down the lineup, which is Seattle awesome. Make any sense. But I, that I doesn't understand. most teams don't work that way. Right? And and you know I don't no. And we can't, there's going to be all kinds of speculation about our guys injured. Guess what? Carolina Hurricanes, lots of injuries. Guess what? They're going to the Eastern Conference Final where they're going to play the, the Florida Panthers. Yahoo. Yeah. Ugh. I know. 
I know the 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 what what a historic matchup there. I mean, all credits to both teams. They deserve to be where they are. Oh, like, I, listen, I'm not here to crap on the poor no, Panthers. No, I mean, the Panthers just beat us. So like, you know, congratulations all to them. Yeah, and yeah. if you go to the Stanley Cup final, maybe Leafs fans will feel a little bit better about losing losing to the Stanley Cup final team in the East, which I don't think ever makes anybody feel better. But at least yeah. at that point, you know, maybe people will stop underestimating Florida because I think everybody did. I mean, even I, I was – I'll admit, like, I wanted to face Boston in the second round. I didn't want to face Florida. But it wasn't because yeah. I was like, oh, I think Florida's easier or harder. I just wanted the story of beating Boston. That's what I wanted instead. Yeah. But even that, like, I'm happy to admit that I underestimated the Florida Panthers. I didn't think that they were going to play that well. But I also didn't think that the Leafs were going to just – just Crater. completely yes just cave in Bonnet. like a truffle that just f- the bottom fell out of it like it's just yeah like like yeah to, to your point about the boston thing if it makes you feel any better they probably would have done the same with the boston bruins probably doesn't make you feel any better but that's uh, that's what i totally believe it doesn't I, <laughs> listen that's the, that's the team though that's the guys you can't we can't play oh what if what if this call went this way? Yeah. Or Bobrovsky yeah. didn't move this or slightly what if, way. Or what if that, you know, what if the the Morgan Riley, the the tying goal that never was in the second period, you know, oh, maybe they rule so the other way and all of a sudden. Because I'm so glad they didn't lose 2-1 because I did not want to lead with referee talk. I, I, no. I can't stand referee talk. If you're no. in a position where the referees are deciding a game in the playoffs for you, you're not a very good Playoff team. Yeah. Okay. Like I know a lot of fans were angry. I was I was mad about the okay, if we're gonna get into that, I was only mad about that call because the rules were stupid. Like, okay, if it was actually blown a whistle, if the rules were if the hold on, if they blew the whistle, actually actually blew the whistle, I would have said, Okay, fine. Yeah. Because he stood up, what's he supposed to do? He's not focusing on the puck. But like we they were doing like a Zapruder film on Sportsnet on the uh, on the intermission like it was hilarious like it were just investigating every angle and they're like there's no whistle so and yeah. then the rule comes out that if there's no whistle if the referee intends to blow the play down feels like blowing the play down then the play must be blown down the when the cares about your deems, feelings yeah when the referee deems the play has been stopped even if he had not physically had the opportunity to stop play by blowing his whistle oh my like okay the whistle is there to remove ambiguity Okay, you can't have ambiguity in sports. You need. I can't whistle. You can't whistle. I can. I but can't not whistle hard. super loud. Yeah. It okay. Anyway. Show so you blow screen. the whistle <laughs> to stop the play. You can't have the referee intended. He felt deep in his soul. Felt deeply about it. To quote Tony Soprano, "I wipe my ass with your feelings, Christopher." <laughs> anyway, let's let's. You're gonna let's go not... James Gandolfini on the on the yeah. stream. Is that what's happening? Well, and listen, <laughs> you know, heavy. breathe heavy, <laughs> right? As long as you don't try and force me into the back of an old Cadillac, we'll be fine. Um, you know, realistically, uh, yeah, at this just... point, the better team won the series, yeah, right? That's no. why. That's, that's all, why that's, seven game that's series are played. That's why. That's why seven game series are played. That's why it's not best of three. Best of seven is better because you get a better gauge of what the team is going to look like. And there was somebody in the chat earlier. I've lost it now because there's so many people here. Also, if yeah. you are in the chat, uh, make sure you guys are hitting like and subscribe to this. Also, yes, we're money, raising money for Elfbit Sports Collective. There's a link in the chat link. Um, 
you know, the reality is, is that uh, it's, it's, it shouldn't have come down the way that it did. I know I just keep circling back to that, but it's just the better team won tonight. And the, the Leafs really did play. There were flashes in the pan of how good they can be. And the team that we all came to know them to be, you know, the game, the game on Wednesday was way more compelling. It was way more what we came to expect because that's the standard that they had set, right? The, the first three games, the bar was subterranean with how yeah. badly they were playing. They couldn't buy a pass. They couldn't buy a read. They couldn't buy a forecheck. They couldn't buy a back check. They could not get a thing to go their way. Last game, it seemed like maybe they're turning the page, right? And then even tonight, they're down 2 nothing. And even though all that fear is sitting there and you get the sick feeling in your stomach, last round they were down by more than that and came back and won. In this game, they come back and, and, and tie the game and send it to overtime, and that's great. But if you go down in every single game like that, eventually you can't have these miracle comeback Disney movie stories. They run out, okay? Yeah. And that's what happened. You can't play this run and gun, fly by the seat of your pants, play shitty hockey for 45 minutes, and then expect Miracle on Ice to happen. It just isn't yeah. realistic. And this is the result. Now, at least one of the core four is gone. Morgan Riley is staying. Joseph Wall is going to be one of the starters next year. And that's all well and good. But who knows what's going to happen after this? And it's all because you couldn't play like you gave half of a flying rat's ass for three yeah. games straight. Sure. Sorry, I I'm mean, off my look, no, hey, hey, you know what? Like, that that's the thing. And, like, that's the thing. It's the stars. It's always the stars. You, you know why we're not getting on David Kampf? We're not scoring since March 1st, apparently. Because he doesn't get paid the big bucks, okay? Too yeah. much is given... Much is required, yes. right? That, yes. That you're it given is a higher expectation. Big contracts, right? That's how it you works. You are the face of the franchise. Yep. You're on every commercial, every billboard, everything, and you got to show up when it matters. Okay, like you weren't. They weren't playing very well against Tampa Bay either. And that's yeah. fine. They pulled it out. Yeah. I don't want to begrudge that. But no, for sure. When Austin Matthews. Uh, there were times where I was like, where the hell is he? I couldn't find him. And, and towards the end, he had a couple of chances. Yeah. This series, he's been Casper the friendly ghost. Yeah, He's well, been a ghost. And it's it was hard, right? Because if you look back at the game, like there's a Marner, Mitch Marner and Matthews opportunity 30 seconds into the game that is very nearly goes in, right? Yeah. And I know we're talking about, oh, well, they don't, doesn't count almost in. And even I said that earlier. Fair enough. <laughs> but, you know, the Leafs also take a high sticking penalty with, you know, f what, five minutes into the game? Not yeah. even. Ugh. Not even. Right? Panthers yeah. score with five seconds left in the penalty. 3.31 to go. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's 333 minutes and 31 seconds in. And then the shots were 9 to 2, five minutes and 26 seconds in for the Panthers. Again, at least not starting on time. And this is something that I talked about last stream that I was on. The Leafs starting on time and showing up and the give-a-shit-a-meter doesn't only exist with Keefe. It existed with Babcock before that. Yeah. Right? This is not I a did. new problem. This is not a management problem. It's not a coaching problem because we have had a 
coaching changed since then on just about every single level. Every single one of the coaches Yeah, the roster changed. The whole yeah. roster's different. Well, not the whole roster. Except for them. Except around the core, I mean. Yeah. roster around the core. Right, which... You brought in all these vets. Also, before we... I have to interrupt because I... Just, the chat kind of caught you on a bit of a Freudian slip. Uh, I, Chad Rodraska, I think, is a Florida Panthers fan. And he said, rat's ass. Ha, 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 ha. And then he put rat emojis. You know why that's funny? Because they throw rats on the ice when they win. Yeah. So he kind of caught you in a, oh, in a okay. well, slip. It's kind of funny. Flying I, rat's ass lie. thing is like a dadism. So, like, mm, know, not actually but... thinking about you there, bud. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it was a Freudian no, slip. I know, I thought it I, I know, but it's fine. It's it it's not Freudian slip. It was on purpose. You find you find, you find the I'm trying to can. limit the really bad swear words. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the reality. Um, Otherwise, I would be a lot worse. Um, well, but again, the Leafs yes, to start the on. game were shite. They were yeah. shite, right? And Absolutely. the Panthers capitalize, and they go down 2 nothing to end the first. Like, Carter Verhage, again, probably the, the best player on the Panthers in this playoffs by a long shot, right? He gets the game winning, the series winning goal against Boston, and Nick Cousins buries it tonight for them to win the series. But Carter Verhage, you know, get puts the fear of God into them because it's different to go into the first into the first intermission down one goal versus two right and so for yeah. for the Panthers to score with three minutes and 42 seconds left what did you feel when you see that goes in instead of it just being one nothing all of a sudden now it's they're down the by building two. became a library and rightfully so the right. building became a lot and people rag on Lee fans uh, at being in the building just side note the, the, Lee, the, the fans are never the problem the whole suits thing the low everybody was going off okay Give them something to cheer for, and they yes. will cheer. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. You have traumatized these people. Like, if I paid freaking all that money to be there, I'd be pretty pissed off, too, about that effort. Yeah. And, you know, it's I, it's not funny, but Harnish and Armand, who are two of the other hosts for Game Over Toronto, were actually at the tailgate tonight. It was the I think it was actually the first tailgate they managed to get to this season, and that's the game that they went to. So I know that at least a couple of them are watching the stream tonight. So hi, boys. Um, yeah, and, like, tough game to be there for, right? Like, they, the Leafs don't even score until until the second period, you know, just over eight, just under eight minutes into the second period. Um, and then, of course, the, a couple minutes after that, the puck, the puck to the side of Mark Stahl's head that pauses the play, even though he wasn't actually hurt. Now, to be fair, I actually do think that that was the right call. I think nah, that if someone gets, knows. I think it's if somebody, shot. yeah, if somebody gets yeah. cranked in the head, like I don't care what player it is, obviously because they're on the Panthers and I'm condoning the fact that the play was blown dead because yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah. to get those kinds of head injuries out of the oh. game. So like I, while as a Leaf fan, I wish the that it hadn't. And yeah. I wish that they could have, you know, an opportunity to maybe redo that play again. But at the end of the day, I would rather know that somebody's okay because they took a puck to the side of the head because even though it wasn't a high stick, he got shot in the face by a shot from no. Morgan Riley. Not second, a fun I thing. I think the side of the head. I, the, yeah, I think, no, I know, yeah. but even still, like, yeah. it was on, it was like at the opening, so I can't imagine it tickled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. A- anything to the head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm okay with that. Like, you know, I just want, you know, always want safety over anything else. But I literally, at the end of the first, and, and I always split up all my notes with little, like, sections. End of the first down, 0-2 on home ice. Leafs shite at home. <laughs> shite. I Which, love how you use the word. Like, yeah. Scottish. It, well, Scottish yeah. Scottish roots that's, there. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's there, where, oh I had to talk about this tweet. I had to talk about this tweet that I saw. It was uh, 
Like, I think it was from David Alter. He was saying, like, this is, like, a Leafs, Leafs elimination game bingo. I lost it, but Leafs elimination game bingo. And Puck over the glass. bad start. No, he, Puck over the glass. He didn't put that. A fan put that afterwards. They got you're right. Oh, okay. That came after. Oh, I so, haven't even seen the tweet. So the fact that I got that, I'm actually very They predicted it. Oh, I, I'm going to find it now. Hold on. I, I got to find it now. I'm sorry. I know this is compelling. This is compelling podcasting here. Uh, hold on. All right, here. This, uh, this is a Leafs elimination game karaoke so far. Matt Larkin. Sorry. Matt Larkin. Uh, inexplicably flat start. Waking up when it may or may not be a little too late. Epically controversial call that fans may be referencing for years to come. Yep. Probably not anymore, thank God. What's the luck net? What's the next track? And this was at uh, 9 o'clock, so before the puck over the glass. Mm. Then somebody says, puck over the glass penalty has to happen. Yep. And oh yeah, that's... And Matt Larkin says, oh yeah, that's next for sure. Someone has to fill up the slip and pencil and <laughs> handed it to the DJ. <laughs> it's a, and then yeah. it happened! <laughs> <laughs> It's times like that where, like, I don't really, truth be told, I don't think that it's rigged. But it's times like that where I'm like, but maybe. <laughs> it's rigged by God. It's rigged by God. Like, yeah, listen, like, even if they tried to rig that, there's no way that you could rig hockey of all sports. There's too much stuff you can't control. Like, it's probably the least predictable game sports-wise, given the fact that it's, you know, a hunk of rubber played on ice. Yeah, chased by dudes bouncing. running around in knife shoes, right? Yeah, like, right? it's it would be hard to it would be hard to actually do that. So, um, but yeah, like I said, it's hard to it's hard to win a game when it's apparently it's hard for the Leafs to win a game at home in the playoffs this year. Fuck's sake, sorry. One in five. I, Are you friggin' that, kidding yep, me? Yeah, when and, you're the best home team in the league, were they the best home team in the league? I think, or one of them. One of them. And, yeah, like. Like, that's how you reward your fan. These people, amount, all the money spent on those tickets, I'm sure that people could afford them, whatever, still a lot of money spent on those tickets to only see one win out of six home games in yeah. the playoffs. I tell you, it would be a lot that's... easier to make more money if they went further. Yeah, that's trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you can't, you can't, very hard to win a series if you can't win at home when you have home ice advantage, kids. Don't know if you know that. Just one of yeah. those things. And, you know, Ily, even going into the playoffs, Ilya Samsonov was like Mr. Mister Home Ice, not on the road. And then in the playoffs, he was unbeatable on the road. So, like, man, I don't know what kind of upside down world Black Mirror episode we're in. Uh, Twilight Zone fantasy but the Leafs, the Leafs, the, the Leafs whole franchise is a freaking Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it's even scarier than watching like Black that. Mirror. <laughs> it feels a little bit like that. But then you know the Riley goal called no goal. <laughs> After he scores a goal, he's he was the best player for us this playoffs. Can we agree on yeah. that? Yeah, and that's not a good thing. But I'm happy for him because he had a tough season. He played well. He played with a lot of heart. Yes, I can't I can't fault Morgan yep. Riley like. He had a bad season. He was injured. He played and with it was a busted nose. Right. But he was a beast. what you want a playoff performer to be. Yes. And quite frankly, what we did not get from any of the forwards. And that's no. what people are like. I don't want the, t the, the stars to be fighting and playing dirty. But I just want you to play hard. Like yeah. in any sport, I want to see you yeah. go all out. Yeah, and, and like, I did not see that at all. No, and and again, reiterating, I don't want people to go out headhunting like your Alex Petrangelo giving a uh, 
guard of the hawk strike down to Ridiculous. Leon Dreisleidel. But he at been the same time, suspended the whole season. Go on. But at the same time, like when when it's overtime and you're on the P- PK, how are you not just like punching Sam Bennett in the face and cross checking people into their so that their spleen comes out of their spine? There's like, no rules. No, you're not there. They barely called anything at the end of the game. The only reason they called it was puck, puck over the glass, which they always have to do because it's obvious. Right? And it, yeah. yeah, and you know that's. It's open it's open season, fellas. You're never going to have a better opportunity to take a piece. And they were barely finishing their checks. It's and a pur- that's the purge. Yeah. And it's just it's frustration after frustration, right? And it's little yeah. things like that and you know So go yeah. ahead. So I mean, people are asking so people are asking now like what's what kind of next? Right? Like who here what what do you think? Like I'm just going to ask you like and everybody else like who in the Leafs uniform tonight will not be in a Leafs uniform in October? Because Justin that's Hall gonna and Alex be Kerfoot because they're both UFAs. Okay, obvious. But like, who's like the prominent guys? Like, I want to know. I think Sheldon Keith tomorrow probably should be shown the door. I, not, I don't hate the guy, but he's been around for just too many embarrassing, too many embarrassing things. Keith? He's been out coached. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's, I think he's gone. See, I think it's going to be a house cleaning at, at the top and the coaching. I think it's going to be like 2015. So I called my sister and my cousin. We are all avid Leaf fans. Yeah. Um, I, I called them in the second in the first intermission, and we all just kind of stared at each other for a second until I said, so what do you want to talk about? Um, And I said this. I've actually said this in previous streams, I think, as well. It's I actually find it really unfortunate, the fact that we have – Kyle Dubas and Sheldon Keefe at the beginning of their careers, because I am positive that after whenever they yeah. leave the Leafs, whether it be in this season or next or some many years after that, because they go on a ridiculous run and maybe do something other than win one round, <laughs> they're going to go on and have long, illustrious, successful, probably cup winning careers. Yeah. And it's while I'm glad that we've had them, I find it, a terrible, primes, terrible, like almost Greek tragedy and comedy uh, type of situation where they're going to have, they're going to learn all of that because when they had their first jobs in Toronto, you know, it didn't go their way, but then they learned their lessons, brought it on to the next place where they okay. went and won a cup a bunch of times. Like, oh, yeah. And I just know that's coming. And it's like, that's coming. it's unfortunate that, that we are getting them at the very beginning of their careers and not like, yeah. Two or three teams into their careers, you know what I mean? And I, yeah, I Kyle Dubis, yeah. Sorry, go on. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah. Kyle Dubis, like I, yeah, like I, I had. There's a lot of times where I was like, "What the hell is this guy thinking?" Where like the Jared McCann stuff, but he's done some really good things here. And like your put to, to your point, he's like what thirty six years, thirty eight years old, something like Who, that. Keith? Yeah, no, uh, Kyle, Kyle Dubis. Now, Kyle I think Dubis, Dubis is like two years older than me, so I'm pretty sure he's like so, 36 yeah, late 30s. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a baby as far as being an executive. Yeah, he's gonna go on. He's gonna be in the league forever because the league the league only has like 32 people they have for until they die. But uh, Kyle Dubis is Kyle Dubis has been really good. You know, he he got Matthew Nice. He's done. You know, he got Ryan O'Reilly. He's been able to, even though he signed everybody and kept, you know, put this core and gave out all those contracts. He he found ways to build around these guys. And it's not the secondary pieces that failed this team. It's the core 
guys that field the team. But the only thing I, the thing is, and I like Kyle Dubas and I want him to stay, but there's also the part of me that says there might need to be a new vision because I can't see Kyle Dubas giving up on his core four guys. I don't know. Like he seems to be attached to these guys. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'll maybe he'll show us a different side. But well, we're I mean, his contract is up. Well, and so. we're officially in speculation season. Oh yeah, let it let, let, let it Unfortunately, rest in yeah. peace. Uh, uh, let's. I'm not gonna pour one out because I have a very expensive laptop. But uh, cheers, guys. Remember to hydrate if you're uh, crying. Um, so <laughs> listen. Uh, I think you make a good point. You know, it's funny as I go back and forth on if Keith should be fired into the sun or not because i do think he's had lots of success in toronto but i also think that there are decisions that he's made where i'm just like what are you doing but i also think that part of those decisions is overshadowed by kyle dubas right like justin hall and timothy lilligren tonight oh oh did he have a bad game you know, there are lots of people that think that Justin Hall shouldn't still be on the team. And it's not Keefe's fault that he's playing him as much because if he really, if they really thought that he was so bad, then he wouldn't still be on the team, and he is. Oh, what? You didn't like that wraparound where he almost did the Michigan? Jeez. Do almost goals count? Jeez. <laughs> no, it's the goals against that I'm actually worried about. And, like, yeah, no, I'm Timothy Lilligren tonight had some baffling playmaking decisions. Oh my god. That that fumbled pass intercept where he like caught it but then it bounced and it led directly to the the goal that put the Panthers up to nothing. Oh, he had such a bad game. <laughs> the puck over the glass on the bingo card. Don't kill me. God, that's funny. Yeah. Like it's just Yeah. And and then of course, let's talk about the Riley goal or no goal really quick, shall we? So sure. with 249 to go in the second period, Riley puts a shot on, um, and it's called no goal on the ice. But when Sergei Bobrovsky is standing up and getting back into position, it's very clearly past the goal line. And everybody, Kyle Dubas included, um, Lots of reporters, I believe everybody on the Hockey Night in Canada panel all believed that it should have counted, and it did not. Um, and, I, you know, the tie goal that never was is what I wrote down. Um, yeah. So, and I tweeted this out earlier. I never want to hear the Situation Room bias again. No Situation <laughs> Rooms in Toronto. Mm, yeah, you can shove that and you can you can do something. You Stick can do whatever you want with that. Smoke it. But, yes, yeah. exactly. Um and then, you know, Austin Matthews and William Nylander, as as the game goes on, the blender comes out and the random line combinations begin. Um, William Nylander and Austin Matthews get called offside on a very good chance, unfortunately. And the Leafs head into the third period down 2-1. Um, but then William Nylander scores with just under five minutes to go, not having to yeah. pull Joseph I mean, Wall. Like we said at the top, like, I'm just, you know what? I did not want this to be... Oh, they lost because of the refs because that would paper over what the real issue is here. The experiment has failed. Okay, you can, in science, if you keep trying to to make fire out of baking soda and water and putting a lighter to it and said, "Ah, the time is gonna work," got a new lighter, it's not gonna work. It's not. Stop it. Try a new experiment. Yeah. Well, and and again, if. <laughs> 
if the Leafs play better in game one, two, and three, then that non-goal, which it was a non-goal, and there's no definitive thing. There's no definitive footage either way because there's no camera that's exactly at pu- at ice level, at puck level. So, you know, we can sit here and speculate till the, till the cows come home, but eventually it is called no goal. And uh, even though the Leafs end up do tying it with five minutes to go, it is not enough because Florida wins it in overtime. Um, and so it was, I actually have literally nothing written for the third period. I have Willie four twenty six 26 to go aim small, miss small Willie from JT in 78, which is TJ Brody, obviously. And that was a beautiful play that everybody looked very excited, but again, yeah, it was a very nice goal. But again, like we're getting that excited for a, a game tying goal. When even if you win the game, you're still down three, two. And it was a very exciting moment, but it was just, it just felt a little too late. Too little, too late. Too late. Too little, too late. I mean, like, see, I'm I'm really bad at the armchair GM stuff because, you know, we don't know who prospect. Like, we can't, we're not really good at evaluating prospects. Who's going to be good? Who's going to do that? But, like, yeah, I think, like, what, like, what kind of team would you want to, like, what kind of differences would you want to see? Because, to me, like, here's one thing. Like, do you think, and this is, you, you're probably going to, you're probably going to push back on this. But do you think, because he's going to get the calls, got, whoever's the GM is going to get the calls, do you think they should listen, at least listen on Austin Matthews? Because because he's going to command upwards of $13, 14000000 million, okay? I mean, you can't commit to everybody because then you're just going to have four guys who can't get it done in the playoffs and, like, the rest being PTOs because you're not going to be able to afford anybody else. Mm-hmm. I... Like, I think you listen because it's it's not ideal. You don't want to do that because you think it's going to just come back and bite your, your franchise forever. But if you can get some kind of historic haul, if somebody, if, if somebody, if the Arizona Coyotes want to make sure he's locked down and they give you all the picks, everything they have, lifetime access to the Mullet Arena, I don't know. I, no. think, I think they got to listen. You can't hang up. You can't hang up, though. You can't hang up on the first call. Chat, you got to tell me. Chat, you got to tell me. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Chat, tell me what you would do. I, I don't know. I don't... You're not going to get anything close to what he would be worth. Like That's the thing. And he's also not, he's also still a leaf. Like, I don't know. It seems, it seems kind of ridiculous. I I would see, I would actually, I would actually see what he wants to sign for. Because I don't actually think that he, I don't think that he's going to try and ask for 14 million. Because what have you, like, okay, you've won the rocket. That's great. And how many goals in the playoffs have you had? Which is, which is what matters. Which is what matters. Right? If they got a good negotiator. You know, I would be happy to bring Austin Matthews back for like, what he's making or a little bit less, but I don't want to pay more because you, what have you done for me lately? Like I, you know, and, and I think that at least one of the core four is gone. I don't think it's William Nylander. I think he's clearly, even though he had his, he has his moments where he's is very inconsistent and is probably the most in flux in terms of day to day. I, I think he's, I think in terms of like day to day, game to game, effort he's the most inconsistent now again when he has those those moments where he's amazing like he did tonight and he you know puts the team on his back and just makes an amazing play is great and it seems like 
he has more luck with those plays than some of the other members on the team do. And I, I think that it's clear that the Leafs, we don't need bottom six scoring. Our bottom six looked great this year. Our depth scoring did more for us than it has in any other previous season. But we need more from those top players. We need more from our top two centers. Both yeah. of them. I think if you rank, honestly, and I, I was like, I was kind of thinking about this. I think if you rank in terms of most likely to least likely to be traded, I would put most likely at the number one. I disagree. I think William Nylander, just because of his contract is, is any because any because he's expiring like he is coming up like he's the one he's gonna be looking for what marner's making probably yeah not, he may not get it but hey there's a lot of gms out there a lot of a lot of big lot, a lot of a lot of itchy a lot of you know a lot of wallets out there that are begging to be emptied so you know i think he's number one on that list number two i think it's mitch marner um again he had the best season of his career Looked pretty bad for a vast majority of the second round. Uh, times in this game looked like he was playing with a pool cue because the puck just went zoop. And I'm like, did you? Did yeah, you he. How to, you're a good hockey player. Like, yeah. what, what happened? Well, and, and earlier, three, I mean, Tavares can't get traded. Sorry, Tavares cannot get traded. No, like it's he's not got happen. too. He's got too much. Like first and he's of all, no he's, trade costs. Yeah, you won't get anything good for him. No, no he's here forever. Yeah, I. And, uh, uh, in terms of what you asked me before on if I would answer phone calls, because I never, I realized I never actually answered it. I would take a phone call because those are free, right? Yeah. You live in 2023, you could take a phone call. But yeah. I, I think, it, I think that it very much depends on what happens with the front office in terms of Austin Matthews, because I, I feel like some of that fate is probably braided into whatever happens with Kyle Dubas. And just to be clear, Kyle Dubas, I don't think Kyle Dubas is going to get fired. The The reality is, is that up. his contract is up. Yeah. No, he there were people in the chat. Back. There were people in the chat. Yeah, there might be, he might not want to come back. Um, maybe there is, you know, he might feel frustration with some of the coaching decisions that maybe Sheldon Keefe made. I don't know. And again, now we're in speculation season, right? So um, this is... I mean, if I were him, I would, I would be thinking about, like, I would... I don't know if I'd for sure leave, but like if you've done everything you could with in a job and it's like the thing you want is just everything, all the effort you put in is not coming out. It's only natural for people to like put their LinkedIn to available for work. Okay. Like sure. Kyle Dubas is, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm Kyle Dubas, I'm like, I'm looking around the league, you know, I'm looking at my options. I'm not going to be like blank check. Sign me right now. To no, I'm only here. No, I, I'm, I'm shopping myself around. To, to different situations around the league. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think, again, I don't think there's any harm in taking a phone call regardless of what your of what your name is, right? Like, whether it's, you know, whether it's Sheldon Keefe or whether it's Kyle Dubas or whether it's Austin Matthews or whatever, right? Like, yeah. everybody's going to get a phone call. And, you know, luckily, I don't think the Oilers can afford Austin Matthews, but I'm sure they'll try. Um, but it looks Wait, like, you, but at the Travis same time, I, I, you know, I sort of chirp the Oilers. The reality is, is they're still in the playoffs and the Leafs aren't. So uh, their top guys have showed up, right? They have a different set of problems Absolutely. over there in Edmonton, but you know the reality is, is they're now Canada's only hope for a Stanley Cup. As much as I really hate to say that, um, Travis, Travis in the chat is saying Matthew's trade value incredibly low. He has no move clause starting July first. Yeah, I forgot about that. Thank you, Travis. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, there are okay. lots of people in the chat uh, that really think Keith is 
Keith is part of the reason. And there's a part of me that really doesn't disagree with you. Realistically, yeah. like he's been good in the regular season, but there are just some decisions that he's made again where I'm like, what are you doing right now? He's been on he's been the coach for all of the most embarrassing moments in the history. Uh, well, in the last few years of this franchise, okay? He's been the coach for the David Ayers game, coach for the Columbus series, coach for the Montreal series. You know, did okay in the Tampa one, but the handshake line line, you know, the, and then this one where they go down three nothing to a good Florida Panthers team, a yeah. team you should have at least not gone down three nothing to. You should have been, you should have won the series. You, but again, what other coach are you going to get that's going to fix all those problems? Oh, I don't know. Pro- right, <laughs> that's the thing. I like Darryl Mike. Sutter I heard Mike coach. Babcock's available. <laughs> yeah, D- Daryl Sutter. Kidding. Daryl Sutter. And no. Mike oh God. <laughs> the grumpy oh, God. old men coaching pair. Because realistically, Aww. I don't want a clean house. Because I do think that there are some things that the Leafs have done really well. The Leafs have done very gun- very well with drafting and scouting. Matthew Nyes is legitimately going to be probably a top six yeah, left winger, future. right? Like Very bright future, yeah. And I think that if you get a couple seasons of him with Matthews, then they could get a, a lot of chemistry. But is Matthews going to want to stay? And oh god, I hate that now we have to be in speculation season. Damn it. Oh, it's it's, uh, it's, it's like waves. Be, it's coming in waves. I started off be, like I started off the stream kind of morose and then I got kind of angry and now I'm like just kind of pissed off. <laughs> got you fired up. Man. I got you fired up. I got I I was I was ready. To oh man. It, it's going to be like it, get the hourglass out and then get that the suck ding ding. These are the days of our lives because it's going to be a goddamn soap opera, soap opera, in this yeah. off season. You're gonna hear leaks. <sighs> this guy's not happy with this. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. I mean, it's good for the content creators, but my god, it's it's gonna be something. It's gonna be a long it's off season. A, a Even though it's circus. gonna be, it's gonna be a long off season. Even this though, this is gonna be the longest, the shortest one the Leafs have had in a while, <laughs> which god, is just terrible. Years. But you know what that means, right? You know what that means, right, Fuad? What? Ah! Okay. Okay. Blue Jays. Let's play ball. Are they doing okay? So I don't normally tune into the Blue Jays <laughs> until after July 1st because I'm locked on the NHL playoffs and I'm locked on the NBA playoffs. They're doing okay. I know that their division is stupidly crazy. but It always is. That's not new. But no, I'm joking. I like I am I am I am very much a Blue Jays fan. Also, this is my favorite hat that I own. It's, good hat. it's, it's nice the hat. it was from the the Blue Jays Pride game a couple years ago. After oh. the, I don't know what they go for now, but a couple years ago you could it one of these would fetch like 150 bucks on eBay because of this right here. Thank it's got you. the nice Toronto skyline. It's super nice. Damn. Um Look at that. but uh you know, it's going to be a a long short off season because it's been very nice being able to watch the Leafs play when it's 20 degrees outside. Um, it's it been very so nice weird. having all that. It's in been the best way. Yeah. And, and maybe it's one of those things where now the Leafs have gotten a taste for it. And I don't know. It's again, now we're just speculating because I don't, I just... it's going to be sweeping changes as of probably tomorrow afternoon, regardless of what happens and whatever we yeah. talk about, whatever happens is probably going to happen in the next 10 days. Yeah, so, I mean, they're not going to trade nobody, but I'm sure no, coaching decisions probably going to No, yeah, but any kind of coaching or management decisions that come down are going to are gonna happen fairly quickly, I would assume. You have to. And, you got to move. Yeah. Yeah. And on, next month. And on top of that, you know, with that comes automatic changes in the trade talks because if 
Kyle Dubas is all of a sudden not the GM, then suddenly somebody else is having a contract negotiation with Austin Matthews. <laughs> so, so I mean, I don't know. Did we did we touch on all the the sadness? Uh, no, I'm not quite, not quite. Okay, um, really quickly. Uh, so who is now? And I, I don't know if this is what you're going to bring up. So who is now the horse that you're hitching your cart to for the Stanley Cup? Who do you I want to win? Who do you want to win? And who do you think is going to win? Because that's two different questions. Okay. Who do I want to win? I'm going to – okay, I'm going to go with our – I got to stay brand loyal to SDPN here. Canadian team. I always like the Edmonton Oilers, you know. And here's the thing, two, twofold. It's also the fact that they have two of the best players in the world. And Leon Dreisaitl is doing something unbelievable yeah. this season. I'd like to see great individual greatness get rewarded. And, God, man, they got to get the cup back to Canada. Connor McDavid's got to have the Stanley Cup. He is this generation's best player uh, by far. So I'd like to see him have the Stanley Cup. Who do I think is going to win? Carolina. Interesting. Carolina, they, I, I How think. many games do you think it takes for them to beat uh, Florida? I, I, now I'm changing, but I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I, I, I think maybe Carolina in seven. Okay, fair enough. Fair I'm enough. I'm bad with predictions, though, so probably going to be what I, I want Seattle to win the Cup just because. I know you'd say that. Yeah, I love, love Seattle. Seattle. Um, for those of you that don't know, my wife, when I met her, she was actually living in Portland, Oregon. And we uh, got married, uh, I'm pretty sure the same year or a, a year before Seattle became a team. So she that is the team that she first started liking when she got into hockey. But now she was also a Leafs fan, unfortunately, thanks to me. Um, oh. And I th- I would love for them to win the Cup just because I, I love that team. But I... I th- I actually think that the Oilers might go. I think they might do it. They got it. I think I, so. I think that they are probably the least predictable because they have the ability to just they're losing three two now. Just which win I, a game. I, I just saw now. Yes, but again, like if you look at Vegas's lineup, they have so much. But again, there's mitigating factors on both sides because you know the Oilers have Stuart Skinner and Jack Campbell, but. Vegas just lost Lawrence Brassois to an injury, and now it's what Aiden Hill as their goalie. But oh, that series is so exciting! Actually, if you are gonna go watch that series, everybody, make sure you do check out Game Over Edmonton afterwards. Um, I'm not sure who's doing it tonight, but Avery, Dennis, and Zach are all wonderful all people, the and they will I've all very there. much appreciate your views and your likes and subscriptions. Um, yeah. And make Google sure Google Pro them- says Cody Cece lifting the cup this year would be icing on the cake. I agree. <sighs> And Jack Campbell. And Jack Campbell. And Zach Hyman. Oh, God. Why? That's why I don't actually want the Oilers to win the Cup. I feel no I don't want them to be justified. I don't want them to be justified. Give me all your arrows. I feel no pain. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I. in terms of what what do you – what needs to be a difference maker in next year's Leafs team, Fuad? What's what's it got to be? I mean, just – I, I think you just need – I need to see something. I just need something different. It's mm. got to be different. Now, that doesn't always mean better. I hope they get value for what they get back. I hope it's not like a trash trade just to make a trade because, you know, lost in all this, the GMs around the league, they're watching this too. They know the Leafs can't bring this core back. And that that's how, like, the markets work. That's how value works. All of a sudden, 
when you're a motivated seller, uh, the, the value, the price goes down, right? Yeah. Yesterday's price is not today's price. No. That, that, so, but like, I don't think me as someone who was a fan and somebody who covers a team and anybody else, ask anybody down there. I don't think, think anybody can stand watching the same shit every game next season. How are we going to talk ourselves into 82 games of this being different next season? So I'd like to see them go a bit younger, get back some some top, some good prospects, maybe get some demon. I don't know, but it's got to be different. I think it's got to be different, and I think, I think there's going to be changes in the in the lineup regardless. Um, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who is going to be lining up. I think it's clear that Matthew Nyes is probably a full blown player for us next year. I think, I think Joseph Wool is probably a full time player for us next year. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it it's. I don't know. I. It's... How do you even, like. I wouldn't even say that the Leafs got goalie tonight because I I don't like Sergei Bobrovsky was great all series, but maybe what the Leafs need to do is not pick up a rehab project and somebody that's bound to be injured, and maybe they trade somebody that is actually a world beating goalie because Ilya Samsonov, even though I love him and we all love some Sammy Smile, you know he uh, he had a couple injury issues earlier this year and he was a little bit inconsistent in the playoffs, and I think. Yeah. If you can make a trade for one of the big four that somehow involves a goalie, uh, yeah, you're not sold out. You're not sold. Listen, on, uh, Joseph Wall. Now, no, 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 not not Joseph Wall. No, I'm saying somebody else. I don't know who. Hmm. Uh, I'm again. We're now in the off season, so it doesn't really matter. But realistically, I think there's at least a couple trades that are to happen. I think Joseph uh, Wool is probably our backup, if not the, one of the starters next year. But I don't think that either of the goalies that we ended the season with on the roster um, that, you know, as in Ilya Samsonov and Matt Murray, I don't think either of them are actually back next year because Murray only signed a one-year contract. I think not Murray. Samsonov only signed a one-year contract at the end of last year with the Leafs. And Murray is very clearly not really an option at this point. Um, So maybe they just stick him on LTIR and let him sit there. Um but uh, I don't know. It's, it's gonna take some. It's gonna take some yeah. major sur- some real major yep. surgery. Like I'm and talking about, like yeah, like you know when they they do like the brain surgery on TV, and it's like it's like one thing goes wrong, you're set back ten years. It's yeah. gonna be like it's not knee surgery. They're gonna need like full blown brain replacement surgery. Yeah, Oof. yeah, absolutely. And I and uh, you know like Alex Kerfoot, his contract's gonna be done just. Uh, Sorry, Justin Hall is going to be – his contract is done as well, so he'll probably be signing somewhere else for a whole bunch of money the Leafs can't afford, which, goodbye. Um, and I don't know who comes up in that. Maybe a couple rookies come up, but I can't help but feel like we played better this year because we had more veteran presence and getting rid of, you know, losing some players that have lots of experience isn't great and replacing them with people that are super young and bound to make silly mistakes like Timothy Liljegren, like – Travis Dermott in past years, like all kinds of people that have made flubs that end up losing a game or in a series. Um, and I, I just don't think we have the full picture yet. So, um, like I said, I don't, I don't know who's gone, but I, I'm willing to bet at least one of the big four is gone. I don't know who it'll be. And you know, there's a good chance that maybe we saw one of them, 
one of the big four played there last night in the blue and white tonight, unfortunately. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Trade Matthews for Hellebuck. Oh, don't tempt me. Um, so, before we oh. sign off, you got anything to say there, Fuad? What do you think? Well, how would you, how do you grade your feeling after the playoffs? How, how would you? My feeling? Yeah. Because like it's well, well about, about the how the playoffs went. Because listen, we did get we did get out of the first round for the first time in you know almost twenty years. Yeah. Thank goodness, and that was great. And we shouldn't you know, lots of fans, lots of fans of other teams criticized Leaf fans for celebrating like it was the Stanley Cup. But listen, it had been a long time since Leafs fans had anything to celebrate. So you know. And maybe you don't ran on our parade too hard because we haven't really yeah, had listen, we haven't had think, really a good reason to celebrate anything. All right, so if they would have lost to Tampa Bay in the first round, I would have said F minus. But if that's even a grade, but uh, this one now is like a D D minus because I was just D plus, but D minus because you went down three nothing in a series that yeah. you, sh- you have the talent advantage. And if you play okay? like you did tonight, you probably make more of yeah. a competition of that actual I'm series d minus mm. now as far as personally about this season fantastic favorite leaf season of all time because this is the first time i was doing media for the leafs in this in this way and you know at 29 years old i got a start in the industry i never thought i'd get so you know a lot more big things coming but it's been an absolute honor this season covering this team through the ups and the downs, uh, mostly ups and then the cratering, but being here for the whole time, like I can't, you know, stress enough how much fun, how awesome it's been, how grateful I am to everybody at SDPN talking Andrew Berkshire. I'm talking Steve Dangle. I'm talking Adam wild, Jesse Blake, producer, Robert, the most valuable producer, the MVP saving our ass so many times, everybody harness, Armand, yourself, everybody else across Canada, the game overs. It's been fantastic. So I uh, can't wait to do it again next year, hopefully with a different looking lineup. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And well said, man. Like, listen, it's, it, uh, in terms of grade for the playoffs, I don't know. I guess like a, a D. I don't even give them a D minus, just a D. They got out of the first round. They didn't get swept. That was nice. But, you know, the, the problem is, is that, okay, it, you, like our good friend, Steve Dangle said, you're, you went around and you're 25% of the way there and going down three, nothing in the second round is not a great way to get yourself some success. But in terms of the season as a whole, I don't even know if I could tell you a bright spot because how quickly this year has gone, how quickly this season has happened, how quickly the playoffs have gone by how this whole thing about becoming a part of the SDPN has happened because it happened. It, it, you know, I actually applied on one of the last days that you could, I, I wasn't going to apply cause I didn't think that I had a, a flying a snowflake hey. chance in hell. And I, and, and, uh, I applied and it was a whirlwind from there. And I, I got in and I couldn't believe it. And I bought this fancy computer and I, bought a couple extra jerseys and I bought all this merch for a company that I can now proudly say I work for. And I am proud to say I work for it because, you know, I, I've been around the block a couple of times. I'm no spring chicken. I'm in my mid thirties and I don't know the last time I had a group of people that cared so deeply for each other, 
without really knowing each other in a very close personal way because essentially all of the STPN people are joined by a love of sport and it's been incredible to be to just get on board with this ship that you know our good friends Adam, Steve and Jesse have created and to be able to be a part of that and to be a part of it moving forward is such an exciting thing and I can't say enough thank you to the the guys that got me an opportunity to Andrew Berkshire of course to producer Rob to everybody that helps on all of the streams to all of the people in the chat to people that have left positive and negative comments for us all season that encouraged us and gave us support and gave us some constructive criticism and maybe some not so nice words as well because of the guy you know the guy who said the bald guy it's too loud some guy in the chat listen the we've all got hate loud. on we've all had hate on we've all He's gotten hated on. i am bald and i'm too loud oh whatever my dad's bald too and i and i still love him so it's not about the hair man um <laughs> and at the end of the day you know we're all part of this awesome this awesome thing and yeah. You know, it's just the hey. beginning and it's, it's been such an honor to be a part of. And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so, I'm actually more bummed that like the streams are now done and I have to Same. go a couple, a couple months without talking to some of my buddies here. So what am I going to do all day? I know. Oh, what the hell am I going to do all year? Well, you know, I, I'm still, I'm still pumping out some content on the, on the socials, but, uh, uh, yeah, for the, uh, for SDPN doing some NBA, uh, now I guess I'm just going to be. I'm trying to have my moment, man. Jeez. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, like I said, it's been awesome to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, we're all super grateful and we will all be back next season. So, for the last time this season, signing off for Game Over Toronto, I am Lauren Williamson. Thank you for uh, watching this stream. Thank you for being part of it. Thank you for watching all season. If it is your first time here, welcome. Please go back. There is 96 games worth of content that you can watch. Uh, and of course the other game over cities as well. Like I said, my name is Lauren. You can call, you can find me on Twitter at Lauren and six on the other hand side of my screen is the one and only Fuad Suleiman. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at Fuad underscore sports. I believe. Is I think that it's right? Fu mad now. I think I put it as Fu mad. Yeah, but your actual Fumad. Twitter handle. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really good at Twitter. Yeah. This is the first year I ever used Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. So for the last time this season, everybody, Thank you for watching Game Over Toronto. Please make sure you hit like and subscribe. Make sure you watch all of the other content that SDPN has. And we will be back next season for another season of Game Over Toronto with a different different set of people wearing that blue and white jersey that we all love so much. So, everybody or enjoy. Not. Maybe they just will just, just say, hey, we'll just run this back one more time. God, the worst I guess, nightmare. I guess we'll find out in September. So, uh, for Game Over Toronto for one last time, thank you for watching. Have a great night, everybody. Peace! Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.